hollering. How you getting on, you whale? Are you whale? A whale, a whale, a whale, a a whale, a whale, a whale, a whale, tell me more. A whale, a whale. I fucking watched, um, I didn't even swear there. I watched uh, Greece. I watched Greece. Have I said that? I've said my joke, haven't I? My, my all-star zinger. Oh my God, did you hear what they're doing in Greece? <sighs> chips. Fat. They cook chips and fat. Um, I rewatched Greece. And you might know, hey, practice what I preach here. You might not know what Greece is. And that's fine. It was a musical from the 70s that was um, uh, kind of based on the kind of living like the 50s, being a cool teenager in the 50s, even though, you know, Loads of the tunes were by the Bee Gees, you know? But, um, whatever, I'm not getting on to that point here. Uh, point is saying here is, those bloody T-birds are the horniest. Is the, What's the T stand for? Thirsty? You thirsty little boys. They are following Danny Zuko on that little, on the, the bleachers, right? And they're little, <laughs> well, well, and they're like hunched down like the crazy frog who's back, by the way. The ding, 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 well, well, well. Um, they're hunched down like almost like ready to fuck. They're just fucking so ready. And um, and I thought the bit, the bit where he's like, right there, and it's like, look, it's a great, it's a great example of how boys and girls talk differently, you know. You have the girls be like, you know, and they're not, they're not bloody, you know, flowery and all. They can get down. They can say some, sh- how much dough did he spend, you know, you know, and or they say, you know, um, you know, was it love at first sight and all this stuff, right? But the boys, right, and this is what annoys me, right? The boys have, right, it's it it's, it's dated. It's not even dated, right? I'm not that bit is dated, right? One of the lads is a, one of the lads is a rapist. One of the lads is in the crew. In the crew, ah, funny. One of the lads is a rapist, or at least they all are. You know, he goes, "Tell me, well, 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 <clears throat> tell me more, tell me more." And the girl's like, "Was it love at first sight? Because they're lovely. Tell me more. Tell me, did she put up a fight?" <laughs> and then, do you know what? They just leave. They don't even. Re- I thought that I I thought that when that happens, they look at him being like. Oh my God, you hear what that guy said? And they kind of like push him over. That doesn't happen. He says that, and then he's the one leading the charge on the bleachers on the way back. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. But then later on, right, one of the other ones like, tell me more, tell me more, how much dough did he spend, says the girl. And then little fucking Igor, little scrow, could she get me a friend? And that's the guy they push. So that's a disproportionate response. The guy, did she, did she fight? Did you have to fight? Did she... Imagine, imagine, just imagine, right, you were like, oh, I met this girl on Tinder, like, uh, met this girl on Tinder, you're telling your, like, your mates, oh, I met this girl on Tinder, like, um, we actually got on really well, and to be honest, like, she's fucking mad up for it, which is, you know, great, like, she just seems like a real cool free spirit, and one of the lads is like, did you have to, like, spark her out? What? No, just, um, you met this, did you have to, like, uh, dig her, like, you have to, like, uh, kick her head in, or anything, did you? <laughs> what? You know, like it's crazy. That's insane. Oh no way! Did you imagine you met on Tinder? Jesus Christ! Did you ever fucking beat her up? Did you beat her up? What? <laughs> no, nothing, man. Um, does she have any mates? You know, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Wow, wow, Danny Zuko, man, you seem like you're a cool guy. You're leader of T Birds here. 
Uh, I can take it on good recommendation from you as a character. If you like this girl, she must be top. She must be cream of the crop. Chicks are cream. The chicks are cream for Greece Lightning. The chicks are cream. <laughs> it's another line in Greece, right? So I'll take it on your best. I, you're, you know what's going on. Does she? Could, um, do you reckon she has a friend? She sounds great. She must have great friends. Yeah. And then like, hey, get out of here. Step off, you know, or whatever they're doing. Dirty, dirty, dirty boys. And, um, you know. Did she put up a fight? Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to be singing. The people to be singing Grease. You'd, if you go to Tenerife and there's like a kids club, they'll play the Grease medley and kids will be like, aha. Uh-huh. Did she put up a fight? Uh-huh. And there's a bit as well where Danny Zuko, John Travolta, John Travolta. Um, there's two bits that happen in such quick succession that I'm obsessed about, right? One is, you know, Summer dreams ripped at the seams, but and then he goes, oh, <laughs> uh, it just doesn't sound like any other pet way he talks in the song or in his speaking. But oh, no summer, and his his high pitched that is just like sounds like a cat. No summer. Um, you know, it's great. I've already probably spoke about it on the podcast, but hearing him talk about Olivia Newton-John in that is like Steve Carell in The Four-Year-Old Virgin, you know, where he's like, you know, you feel a boob and it's like a bag of sand, you know, where he talks about, and I had the I had the best job in the world, you know, hang on, that's not fucking, whoa, hey, hey, John Travolta, I can't fucking do, I haven't heard him talk in a while, he's fucking, you probably don't even know who John Travolta is, right? But, He's like, um, he's like, and following uh, Olivia around with that big bottom, you know, her big bottom. Wow, like I think I'm the luckiest man in the world to be following that bottom, you know. <laughs> sure. Sure, man. Sure. Uh, not to say that, that, that I'm in the pub. I, I, my peer, John Travolta, um, fellow um, uh, closeted actor, no, uh, fellow, um, fellow performer, John Travolta, like myself. Um, you know, and singer, fellow singer like me, John Travolta. What am I talking about? Anyway, anyway, are you well? Are you well? Well, well. Tell us about it, Danny. Danny Zuko. Are you well? I'm not well. I'm not well. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, it's been a very long-winded way to tell me that. Tell you the I've come up to some bad news. No, I'm not well. I'm not well. Okay, I'm a bit under the weather. Okay. Aren't we all, says you. Well, we're hardly flying in a plane, Sharon. Aren't we all under the weather? Bloody cloud. <laughs> says you. Sorry, sorry, boss. Uh, a bit under the weather today. Can't make it in. Uh, can't make it in. Today. Well, well, unless you're unless you're in a bloody uh, Boeing, uh, Sharon. I think you'll find. I think you'll find we're 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 amongst you here, all under the weather as well. I'll see you at nine a.m. or that, or we'll have, you're fucking sacked, or you're sacked if you don't come in. You know, <laughs> well, I'm not feeling great. Right. Uh, you're only as good as the as the Westlife member you Shane Feeling. I don't know what I'm talking about. I cannot edit this one. I'm telling you this. This is like the sushi I had on Friday. Fucking raw. This part I cannot and I will not uh, edit this. Um, you know. But how are you? Are you good? Are you Are you looking after yourself? Um, 
are you bloody uh, look I'm not like I know I'm acting a bit weird I know I'm acting a bit weird right now it's only because uh, I had a weird dream about you <laughs> I had a weird dream about you <laughs> I had a weird dream about you I had a dream about you do you ever have a weird dream about one of your friends I haven't had one nah, I, I told you I don't I don't cheat in real life I don't cheat in my dreams okay I my wife's head is on every character in my dream including my mom <laughs> especially my mom <laughs> Um, no, no, but, um, I don't, you know, so I'm not dreaming about friends and seeing them. I used to, you know, but not anymore. Now it's just me, me, the Teenage Ninja Turtles fighting witches in the place where Terminator dies at the end of Terminator 2 in the steel mill, but all the faces are Terry. And it's great. I love it that way. I wake up, there she is, and my dreams, there she is. It's great. <laughs> you know? Um, no, but you ever have a weird, do you ever have a weird dream? And then it's like, oh, wow, I didn't think you'd like that. I didn't, didn't fucking, didn't think you'd have that in you. Dirt bird, you believe dirt bird, but like they're still like you know. What do you want to do today? And I'm like, well, not what you fucking you know, the shit you were getting up to in my in my head. You know, it is weird when you start fancying someone. You know, you know. Like, oh, look, I know you think I've been acting weird, right? But no, do you know what? You're the one person I can't tell. <laughs> you, you know, you're the one person I can't tell. Unfortunately, uh, about this well, well, well. You're the one person I can't tell. Oh my God, have I given it away? I like it, okay? You know? Let me tell you this. You like someone? Don't tell them. Don't tell them. You know? Spesh, spe- well, maybe, maybe by text. Look, you are not buddy love, okay? This is, I'm referencing the, the Nutty Professor here, a film you may or may not have heard of. Eddie Murphy used to be a comedian. I'm being, see, I'm being accessible for my TikTok. Fan base. I put, I put, I put, I put, I put, I put. Okay, rub, 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 here we go. Boom. Ka, boom, ba, boom, ka, boom, boom, ba, ka, boom, ba, boom, ka. Hey, I'm just being inclusive. I don't want to be so exclusive, elusive, elusive man. Martin Sheen in Mass Effect. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Boom. Ka, boom, ba, boom, ka, boom, boom, ba, ka, boom, ba, boom, ka. I fucked up my rap. I should gone into trap. Rap, 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 to trap. Fuck. For someone who is so awful at freestyling, I do it far too much. I, I went on an online course <laughs> to figure out how to freestyle, right? And they said the first thing is don't care about it rapping. You just don't stop, right? And so I did that when I was off me fucking nut. Um, well, like pissed, you know. Uh, my mate's <laughs> my mate stag do. I just wouldn't stop freestyling. You know, you know, you just get locked in this little goldfish memory and it would not stop freestyling, just telling people the key is just not to stop, you know, and they're like, well, you should, you know, you really should. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Um, yeah, don't be having big chats. Look, don't be having big chats. Why do why do people always think they need to offer someone the courtesy of sitting down, you know, having a big text, have a text. If you have something awkward or important you have to say to someone, text them about it. I have had so many fights, conversations uh, to elicit change in a relationship. Um, some minor, maybe, interventions, you know, across the years in a WhatsApp group being like, man, you know, maybe you're doing a bit more, a bit of this at the moment. Ah, we're all kind of thinking, you know, you're, you know. But then do you know what happens when the WhatsApp, when you close your phone? You never talk about it again because you're a fucking lad and you're a legend like that. And you never talk about it again. But that's also really good. Like, I'm kind of living an alternative persona 
in my WhatsApps with people sometimes, and how I maybe and sometimes now I talk to them, or maybe I might be a bit more kind of direct, and I might say, and you know that was a bit, <clears throat> I can tell you that that was a bit inappropriate, you know, or people vice versa with me. Do you know what I mean? Or apologies, you know, like you know I wouldn't. Here, man, sorry, fucking head on me there on Saturday. Um, thanks very much for the barbecue. It was great. Sorry, I had to leave so abruptly. I was a bit locked. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's not a conversation I want to have in person. So similarly. You know, and then again, it's like, yeah, get it. We got it. We're on the receiving end, you know. So if it's like, you know, if it's a breakup, do it by text, right? Do it by text. They're going to find, they're going to try and find something anyway to pick holes in. May as well be the text, right? May as well just be, can you believe by text? Of course, by text. Always by text. So much better. Or I like you. Hey, look, I like you. I like you a bit more than a friend. I mean, you probably shouldn't do it anyway. You know, you're putting someone in a very difficult situation when you do that, perfectly honest, telling someone that you like them, right? And people take it so personally when it's, when it's you know, knocked back. It's like putting your whole life on the line. All you're doing is, we have a thing going on here, right? Which means that you do like me in some, in some regard, right? Hang on, let me rephrase this. Hang on. Sorry, I'm, uh, what am I fucking talking about? <laughs> I'm not feeling well. She ain't feeling well. Um... Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying, right? I told you, I'm not editing this. I cannot, I cannot. Fucking raw. Uh, if you like someone, right, and you're on, you're, you think you're in like a fucking friend zone, right? You're not in a fucking, you're just, if they like you enough to be your friend, then that's got to mean something, all right? All you're offering now is something extra, like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. No, you're all right, actually. No, nah, thanks very much, though. No, nah, do you know, I'm actually grand. No, nah, thanks very much, you know? Because it's already, you know, it isn't like everything needs to fucking shit the bed. Because they say no to P and the V. Do you know what I mean? Or kissing. Or and, um, bums. Or uh, women's um, vaginas touching. If you're a lesbian. Right? So, um, it doesn't need to, you know, it doesn't need to be... What am I talking about? Yeah, that's all you're saying. Nah, do you know, you're alright, actually. Um, no, do you know, actually, I like, I, I already have a... It's like someone offers you a coffee, you're drinking a beer. You know, actually, I have a beer. I'm alright, thanks very much. Actually, no, I kind of got a friendship going on here. I don't need a uh, relationship. Thanks, though. You know, appreciate it. That's all it is, right? So if you ever are going to just, you know. And it's a big thing to be asking someone to engage in sexual acts with you. Do you know what I mean? So if they don't want to do it, you know, it's not. You have to, you have to, you have to appreciate that. You have to appreciate that they might not want to do that. And that's totally fine. You know? Like, a lot of people will probably have... I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is true at all. No, maybe this. Maybe 10 lovers? Or do they have 10 lovers, 20 lovers, you know, in their life? It's like having a car, you know? No, I'm just going to think about it. No, you're right. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, uh, well, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> oh, I'm just too drunk. I guess I'm just too drunk. Anyway, look, I have fucking nothing planned for this podcast. Um, well, I'll tell you about a couple of things. It was a, you know, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a sec. Um, in a minute. No, right now, we'll get into it now. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not feeling well. Uh, here we go. Tony Cantwell's shit show. It's Tony Cantwell's shit show. Lovely.
lovely stuff there. Uh, oh God, this is, I'll tell you, this is going to be a great podcast. This this podcast is going to be like 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 bloody uh, exchanging a, a root vegetable at the farmers market library. A turnip for the books. Uh, you already said that one. Yeah. Well, what are you going to say? What do you say, Rihanna? Hey, Rihanna, we already heard that one. Sing a new song every time. You don't hear her singing at all these days. She has, Rihanna has so many really, as as many shit songs as good songs. California King Bed is a fucking joke of a song. Shut Up and Drive is a shit one. Um, they're two, like, What's My Name is probably one of her best. Umbrella, obviously, as well. That's probably her, her two best. Imho. Uh, and we found love in a hopeless place, even though it's technically Calvin Harris, I think, uh, or is David Guetta. Um, listen, this is going to be a great podcast, right? Even though I am, I am like bloody Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. I have nothing on me. I have nothing on me. Stick stupid. I have no content. You know the bit where he gets attacked by the umbrella uh, dinosaur. <laughs> do you ever do an impression of that? It looks shy all the time. But why do we keep? Okay, you're on the pod. Why do why do men keep bloody pumping umbrellas pretending to be that bloody dinosaur on Jurassic Park? Maureen, you're on the line. I just can't believe it's not even funny. So look, I've nothing planned here. I'm going to end up like bloody uh, The Little Mermaid's best friend, floundering, um, when really I should be like her other best friend, Sebastian, and be under the weather. Um, speaking of farmer's market, I was in the farmer's market there. I went to the People's Park in Dunleary, the farmer's market. And I have to be honest, right? I'm going to be honest, it might not be funny for the next couple of minutes, but maybe it can, uh, you know, we are still, you might, you're listening to this in the future, no doubt, uh, on, you know, whatever MP3 players they have in the Smithsonian exhibit to listen to this. But, um, but we are in COVID times, right? And we all kind of think that it's done. Right, I certainly do. I've gotten lax about washing my hands. I get frustrated with the mask thing. Um, you know, not lax. Like I remember, but I remember like after I've already come into McGaff and rubbed my face a hundred thousand times and played my mustache. Right, um, but is that the pe- we put an, ar- an order in uh, at in the farmers market to get some veg? That's the sort of guy I am. Right, I'm a big poncy guy. I get food. Terry is trying to save my life by getting me food in the farmers market. Right. Um, and we put in an order, so we had to go and get it, right? So we picked it up on Sunday. But I have to say, I was out there and I felt, seeing the amount of people, it was like something out of Electric Picnic, seriously. Because they, they split it up as well. So, but it actually seemed like there was double the amount of people who were normally there in the market on a Sunday in Dunleary. And everyone kind of similarly walking around, mouth agape at how many people were there, but while also contributing to the amount of people that were there. And I said to Terry, and I'm not normally one for these sort of things, I felt deeply irresponsible for being there. We ended up not staying long, kind of tucking away to a kind of corner on our own. But, um, like, literally on the Friday, we were getting messages saying, okay, it's going up. The number is going up here in Dublin. There are talks of WhatsApp messages about Dublin being in another lockdown. We're coming into, I mean, we are kind of coming into Christmas, everything else. It'll be Christmas. I hope it's Christmas now, right? And then Halloween can just pop up and it'll be gas. And then it'll go back to Christmas, right? Because we've nothing else to be living for for the rest of the year, right? Um, but I was there, and I was there with everyone else. People didn't have their masks because they were outside. And I just think I don't want to ever tell anyone here what to be doing. But, you know, it was a fucking shitload of people there, is all I'm saying. And I shouldn't have been there. And I personally, I'm probably, no, I'm personally going to stop 
you know, until 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 the numbers are a little bit lower. With the numbers rising, getting a load of people mashed together in a park, it just didn't, if I felt, I don't know, I just felt deeply, I felt deeply irresponsible. That's the best way. That's the only way I can put it. But while I was there, I overheard a guy in a queue, right, say this. Um, he was, he went over to his boyfriend, right, and then they had kind of met up with a mutual friend. And um, he said, and his boyfriend was there, and he was not talking about his boyfriend, he was talking about someone else. He said, yeah, so... Um, we're probably going to, you know, stay together, I think, for another, like, five years, get a gaff and all that, and then I think I'm just going to leave him. Like, schemes. There was a scheme going on. Imagine that. And just so candid. Yeah, we're just going to stick around for about five years and then uh, get a gaff and all that, and then I'm going to leave him. Although I'm sure if you overheard me, the shit I was saying to Terry, he'd also be like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. She went over to the bakery and I shouted over, I think we're probably going to have to cut that, dear, to keep it fresh, you know, slice it tonight, maybe freeze it. What do you think? That's shit that I was shouting to my wife. I said, that's, that's who I am. This is who I am. And if I overheard someone do that, I'd be like, fucking prick. Did you hear that guy? You know? What else did I say? Um, I was walk. we were walking by the shop, and I said, oh, do you know what I'd love tonight? Do you know what I'd love? I haven't actually had a good lager. I've been in the IPA so long, too. I haven't actually had a good lager. So I was shit that I was shouting. But we were at the farmer's market because I'm trying to, look, I hit rock bottom in that I was sitting my bottom on a rock eating a mega box last week, right? Uh, all the cars pulling into the estate and me like a fucking, like a, like a sugar baby or whatever it is. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, uh, <laughs> sugar glider. Sugar glider. Not, not like fucking mutia, right? A sugar glider or a lemur. You know, the lights just lighten up, you know. Me with a fucking mouthful of chicken balls, right? So something had to give. And I thought, I'm not going to do any uh, ketosis or anything like that. I'm not going to do a mad like that. No mad diet. I'm not going to start cutting out carbs. I'm just going to see what it is that I eat. I probably only do it for a month. Maybe Terry had the suggestion, do it for a month. Maybe do it every few years. Just to kind of remember what calories are in things. Because we came back from driving out west, popped into Burger King, and I got a burger that was fucking 1,400 calories without any fucking fries and a full fat Coke. Do you know what I mean? And that's just, and it's nothing wrong with that, but that would be one of my three meals that would be all kind of in the same vein. And I'm not, it isn't, it isn't healthy. It just isn't healthy, right? So I started monitoring things. Um, and I'll, I'm not, yeah, I'll tell you, I have, when I came out here, I was talking, this is last week, I was 186.6 pounds, right? Um, I, now, to be fair now, I did weigh myself on a Sunday night, so that was like eight days ago, and I only weighed myself this morning, and they say you should weigh yourself at the same time, um, same time every, every week, but, regardless of that, I was 180.6, no, 181.6, so, no, 180.6, yeah, 180.6, so, I lost six pounds. Uh, maybe you should stop going to the bookies. Uh, no, no, I mean uh, uh, LBs. I lost LBs from Spice Girls. <laughs> you know LB. Uh, so I lost six pounds. Now it's probably gonna, you know, yo-yo. But I'm happy to yo-yo for the rest of my life. I just need to have a bit of a refresher. That you cannot be going into McDonald's dressed as the Invisible Man, adding extra things to your breakfast sandwich. Add an extra shot. I think it's fine. The latte, large latte, then having a BLT for breakfast with a load of crisps, and then, well, you can. 
I just can't because I was really sad. And I tell you what, I felt fucking great all week. I felt like I fucking woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. And I did. We're constantly having to fucking... There's no fucking logic. I get up and I rock him. She gets up to feed him. And we're just moving around the bed. It isn't... It isn't... Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. We're great. But I am waking up sometimes literally on the diff- at a different side, different corner of the bed. Sometimes he's in. Sometimes he's in the bed. And I'm just like, what the fuck is the baby doing in the bed? I don't even know how he got in the bed. You know? But anyway. Um, and I said to Terry, we were driving down the road. And I said, now look, I'm going to say something here. But you can't, this can't be one of the things that you like bring up to prove a point in, you know, in years. I said, I feel much better. I feel much better. I feel like I'm in much better humor. I can see the forest for the trees. I'm in that last hour, last two hours where my son's awake when I come home from work, right? When I come home from here, the podcast studios. Hey, are you a small, medium, large size van? Well, I highly recommend you come record a podcast here in the podcast studios. They've got everything here. They are here to cater for you. If you want to record a podcast, they can do it at a at a, a, a competitive rate. They might even edit it for you. I don't know what they do here, but they'll do it for you here. And I tell you, there's a new thing they're doing, a crash course, teach you how to podcast. Are you a young white man with two white friends who wants to do a podcast about Star Trek? Do it, and they'll help you make it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was saying... We were driving down the road, and I said, "No, Terry, don't you better not bring this up. Like, you don't bring this up to prove a point that if I come home in a bad mood and you bring this up." And she goes, "Right, I won't, but I don't think it's healthy what you're about to say." And I'm like, "Well, look, I have been eating better, and I feel better, and I am in a better mood, and I have more energy, and I'm a more attentive uh, father and husband and lover, right?" <laughs> Since since just watching what I'm eating, and I'll tell you, this is a good. This is the great part, right? What I'm really enjoying, right? I'm eating fuckloads in the morning. I am eating fucking loads of food in the morning. I'm having scrambled egg on a bit of McCambridge's bread, right? I'm having um, porridge, but with loads of frozen blueberries and loads of frozen raspberries in it, and yogurt, right? And a banana, and sometimes I throw a bit of honey and a bit of cinnamon in there. It feels like a feast for crows, fat crows like me. Uh, and um, and it fills me up until about 4 o'clock in the day. Is this interesting to anyone? But this is step one, right? Just see what I'm eating. Step two is increase what I'm eating. And then step three is uh, go to the gym and just turn it all of the lovely eating into um big massive chest like Jason Momoa and big shoulders and arms. That's the plan. Whether I stick to it, you know, we'll see. I'm probably going to come on here next week. I'm going to come all over here next week. And I'm going to be saying about how, you know, I've gone... I've actually found like Burger King is actually just, you know, or something like that. I've actually just found like life is short. Eat Eddie Rockets every week. Do you know what I mean? We'll see. Watch this space. Um, Anyway. um, was watching a couple of music videos there. Here, do you remember music videos, guys? Guys. Guys, do you remember music videos? Uh, no, we were watching... We were playing a lot of board games. We just had a playlist of music videos on the back, and it's great. Remember, just like it's great just to look up and remember, oh, yeah, you know, music videos. That's all I have to say about that. Popping your head up, being like, oh, yeah, take that. Great. And I oh, remember that video. How wild wasn't it? You know, it's just it's a nice refresher uh, of of styles. And, you know, it's like watching Reeling in the Years. Um, and Take That Back for Good came on. And what a fucking banger is Take That Back for Good. Do you know who Take That are? If you're listening to this, you don't know. That's fine. I'm not going to condescend to you. Right. I understand that people have different pools of reference. And if you're of a certain age, you might have a different pool. And that's fine. I'm not going to con. Oh, my God, you don't know who take that. I'm going to fucking tell myself. 
you know? Oh my God, are you telling me you don't know who the Dixieland Jazz Band are? The greatest band in the 1920s. You know what I mean? You just got to let people do their, do their thing, right? Take that, we're a very popular um, uh, British boy band in uh, the 1990s. Um, and they had a song, one of their biggest songs was Back For Good. Um, one of their last songs as well. And I remember thinking that, like, obviously I was a you know, non-conformist. I couldn't really like pop back then, you know what I mean? My whole thing was, you know, you laugh at us because we're different. We laugh at you because you're all the same, you know, pop, the fucking music of the cretin, you know, all that shit. But then that would, that came out and I'm like, can't deny it. Can't deny it. It's a banger. Eric can't deny it. It's a fucking banger. It is a banger, right? Um, and then getting older, being like, you know, trying to find more depth in it than it deserved, like in my emo phase, being like, no, but like, gee, you know, he didn't mean it. He just wants her back for good. You know what I mean? Like just finding depth in a fucking puddle. Do you know what I mean? When you're that age. Um, like you're hearing like a Richard Linklater monologue when you just stare at the rain when you're like that. You know what I mean? But uh, then as he got older, uh, and I, you know, and I still loved it. And I thought this is like, and then like kind of like, wow, like just, it's just so difficult for him to apologize. You know, he's mas- you know, masculine man. It's actually, you know, there's lyrics in it where he's like, um, Got a fist of pure emotion and a head of shattered dreams. Got to leave it all behind now, you know? It's really fucking intense and manly. But the fucking song, right? Do you know... <laughs> I don't know any woman, right, who would tolerate... Or, you know what, man, envy, whatever you are. Who, if you fuck up so bad that you still have your lip... Someone, their lipstick mark on your coffee cup that you haven't washed. But you still... Your apology is... Whatever said, whatever did, didn't mean it, didn't mean it. Whatever I said, I don't know why I did. I don't know why I said. I just want you back for good. I just want you back. How? Whatever I said, whatever I said. And then whenever I'm wrong, just tell me the song and I'll sing it. What, what, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Just tell me the song. Tell me your fucking song and I'll sing it. You'll be right. You're right. And understood as usual. You know? It's so... It's the most reluctant apology song. And look, I know you might have found yourself in a situation before where you have someone say to you, but okay... Why is it you're sorry? And you're like, fuck this. You know what I mean? But you kind of have to, you know, either you're not, I'm too, I apologize too much, right? But I've already told my wife, my apologies are like pound shop screwdrivers. You know what I mean? They're going to break. They don't last very long, but they're, they get the job done. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not there for the long haul. I apologize all the time. Because I kind of, you know, I am on that Mars Briggs thing where I emotionally have to have everything okay. So I apologize too quick. It's just what I do. And then I might, and then I might resent it, and then you know talk shit about you. Right? It's just who I am. But I understand the importance of discerning whether it's an authentic apology or not, and asking why are you apologising? Fucking G Barlow doesn't have fucking clue. Whatever it is, I didn't mean it. Whatever I said, I didn't mean it. You know, and I didn't mean it as well, right? I didn't mean it. Not even like I was wrong or whatever. I didn't mean it. You know, I know I wrote your sister and said it was better sex than how you, but I didn't mean it. Ah, then come here then. Keeping you out in the rain with your big fucking furry hat. And then, you know, <laughs> you got to see the video. Anyway, um, your shit apology, Gary Barlow. Uh, and not the song. They have some fucking wild lyrics. What's the one? Um, You're my lifeline, angel of my lifetime. High up where the stallion meets the sun. Baby, I want you come. Anyway, what else is going on? Um, oh, yeah, Chris Evans got his bloody uh, bloody willy out. Hang on, I'm going to stand up for this. 
Stand up for attention. Captain America at full attention, is it? <laughs> Chris Evans was doing, I think, uh, post an Instagram story, uh, and he had a screen record, and he was scrolling through his photos, and one of the photos was of his willy. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully this isn't the last time we'll be seeing uh, uh, Steve Todgers. <laughs> I got more. I got loads of Morty's puns. Uh, well, uh, um, so Chris Evans got his bloody willy out there. Noticed he was circumcised. Um, more like um, Cutman America. Captain. That's not a great one. Do you, know what, do you know what genuinely the first pun I tried to write about Chris Evans getting his lad out was, right? Um, uh, I thought, Chris Evans, Captain America, right? Captain America, he got his lad out. Lad, Captain America, lad. To, and my first pun to talk about Chris Evans getting his dick out was lad to America. Latin America. <laughs> Latin America. I guess you could call him Latin America. <laughs> you guys a lad out, kind of. Um, what else we got? Uh, another one. Um, uh, Briss Evans, more like. Uh, hey, hey, Chris, I noticed you were cut. Didn't know you were Jewish. Uh, more like Briss Evans. Yeah? You guys a lad out as well. Uh, another one was, um, hey, Captain America, I guess we can call you uh, Steve Todgers now. Steve Todgers now getting his lad out. Um, uh, I want to have a few here. Um, these ones aren't as good, but, um, hey, the Human Torch, um, more like the bloody Hungman Torch. Wowzers is a big willy. Captain Amoracock. <laughs> Captain Amoracock, uh, more like. Um, I've nothing to say about it, really. <laughs> But I hope you're enjoying these Captain America cock puns. Um, well, do you know what? I mean, it's, you know, it, how, it's mad how poor Vanessa Williams. You go and save the best for last. Vanessa Williams, one of the people RuPaul used to dress like, to look like and do drag, used to do impersonations of Vanessa Williams. That's really, for me, what she's most popular for. She was in Ugly Betty as well. She was also the first black Miss America, or Miss Universe, and then had her title revoked after photos she posed for when she was 18 that had gone unpublished for years were finally published, and she had her crown revoked. Because nude photos with her consent were published and she had that taken away. Now fucking Steve Todgers is getting his Captain Mora Mora cock out and we're like, you, you. Now, of course, there's difficult, you know, I told you I'm still not, I haven't forgiven Justin Timberlake for what he did to poor Janet Jackson. Uh, wardrobe malfunction. He should have fucking, and especially him being a Heartland boy, Tennessee boy or wherever he's from, he should have fucking jumped onto that spike. I will never forgive him for what Janet Jackson had to go through. But, you know, now nudes just get leaked. You know, it's fine. I don't, you know, I don't think, I do think you are in direct breach of someone's, no, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, you are. You are and it's bad, but it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Not as bad, though. Not as bad when he literally posted on his own Instagram. You know, laughter, laughter, America. Captain America, more like bloody laughed at America, right? Um, although I do think, you know, and look, I, you know, I, you know, took great enjoyment from the fappening happened when all those celebrity nudes got leaked. I even remember the date. It was the 3rd of March, right? I remember that. But in retrospect, you know, it's different when they're superstars. You know, it's a different thing, right? It's not as bad. 
I do think, though, kind of when you know people, though, and if someone just throws something up on the old WhatsApp group and they're like, oh, look at this bird, I'm hooking up with, you know, that's, you know, you're you're really adding to the problem there, you know. It's so not, so not all right to do that. Um, and maybe you do have to beat a guy, be like, hey, don't show, show me that. You're kind of, you know, you're not the buzzkill if they did it in the first place. It's the same kind of chat that you're like, look, that's not cool. You know what I mean? You're not the buzzkill. You're not the buzzkill at all. Um, you know, you just need to have that. But Chris Evans releasing his lad uh, on his own Instagram, that's got to be fair game. And fair fucks to him, you know? I mean, definitely, it looked it looked quite big uh, in comparison to, you know, it looked like, you know, a similar size to his leg, which means that that can't be right, so that he must have been doing some mad force perspective kind of stuff. You know, like bloody Peter Jackson here with, uh, you know, bloody, uh, uh, you know, Gandalf standing up frame, you know, and then, uh, you know, Frodo in the back. He's probably doing some mad shit like that. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, but listen, I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucked today, right? I'm fucking under the weather today. Um, But let me tell you, I got some very exciting things coming up. One, my other podcast that I do with my good friend Mark Jago, where we rank and review monsters, creatures and cryptids, sexy beasts. It's coming back. Sexy beasts is coming back for a special Halloween four-parter. Uh, for the month of October, we are going after the movie monsters and we are going to have them competing in a tournament to see who is the biggest and baddest and best movie monster there is. You can listen to that on Sexy Beasts or there'll be a couple that will be released on this RSS feed as well, I think, I reckon. Uh, as well as that, um, as well as that, I'm going to finally, we've been, uh, it's been, the list has been made. The list has been made of the hottest Disney animals there are. And there's going to be another tournament for the hottest Disney animal there is. I'm going to see what animal I could take on a date. I want to see what Disney animal would put out on a first date. And if that's a good thing, I am going to go through it and see who is the most fuckable Disney animal. This is my life now. Um, and I think for that podcast, that will either be a two-parter, um, possibly a two-parter, um, I'm going to do it on video. I'm going to do a video pod. And if that works, maybe I might look at doing all the podcasts via via video in the future if I could. I don't know if I can because I edit the fucking shit out of these non-raw podcasts. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if that works out. As well as that, live. I had a couple of dates uh, rearranged. As you know, I was doing the Pure Gras Tour in the middle of uh, COVID and I had to stop it. So the remaining dates, if you have tickets for them, they are still valid for these dates. And a couple of these aren't even sold out yet. You might be able to get tickets for them. Uh, Dundalk, February 19th. That's when that's been moved to the Spirit Store. There are tickets available for that. The Driocht in Blanche. That's been moved to February 20th. That is sold out, unfortunately. Uh, the venue in Ratoth in County Meath. That's been moved to the fe- uh, February 26th. There are some tickets, I think, for that. The Sugar Club shows uh, in Dublin. That's March 3rd and 4th. Unfortunately, they are sold out. Um, and Port Leash, Cavanaugh's, I have yet to just confirm the date on that, but you can get moving at least with those uh, other rearranged dates. But as well as that, uh, I'm hoping as well to be doing the podcast live. Tony Cantwell shit show live. I've been speaking to a venue in Dublin and another venue in Cork, um, and it'll be capped at 50 people. There'll be limited tickets, but a live podcast with, you know... Topics and Moonshaw Ragnaroks and suggestions and shy talk and everything that I haven't written. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, but it will be the podcast format 
live. Me sitting there with the mic, sitting on, sitting down. Not stand up, sitting down. Um, now, tickets will be very limited for that to begin with, just to be, you know, in line with COVID regulations. But also, they'll be limited as well because... I'm not going to lie, the people in the Patreon, they get first dibs. They get first dibs for all of the tickets going forward. Um, and that's just one of the perks of being on the Patreon, paying a fiver a month. But not only that, come on, what you also get for that is a new podcast every single week, an extra podcast every single week, and a special movie podcast that I do once a month called Movie Bake, where I've recently covered and did a review of The Breakfast Club. I've done all the Star Wars um, prequel trilogy, Fatal Deviation, Bad Boys, Loads of flicks, right? Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, 1989. Um, so if you want to check that out, it is no more than a fiver a month for as long as you're interested in giving that. And you can go over to Patreon, Tony Campbell, and see all that there. That's all my announcements. I think it's going to be exciting. I'm sorry now I'm a bit under the weather today, but bear with me. If you're on the Patreon, I'll see you on Friday. If not, see you NT. See you next Tuesday. All the best. It's only get well, shit show.